What's up, folks? You are tuned into the failing frequency. I am Ethan. And I'm Mike. And we like talking about Star Trek. Star Trek. Uh, we got some news for you. We got some bad news, some, some good news, some mad news, some who news. Mm. And, Doctor and then we're going to be talking about the latest episode of Star Trek Prodigy. What was the title, Mike? Uh, Ghost in the Machine. Ghost in the Machine. What? Um, one day I won't be able to do, just pick it out my ass. <laughs> um, Ghost in the Shell, great movie. The, uh, yeah. the, the anime, not the live action. Mm. Uh, but before we get into, we're not getting into that, but before we yeah. get into any of the Star Trek stuff, uh, Mike, what do you think of my haircut? It's very nice. It's very nice. Yeah. Do we do we want to tell people why you're looking all pretty today? Oh, it's my birthday tomorrow. It's your birthday. Uh, so when this comes out, it'll be Ethan's birthday. Yeah, yeah when this comes out, I, I might be I might already be 32 years old. Oof. I'm furious, Mike. Yeah. Like, ugh. Believe um, me, I, I haven't enjoyed being 32, so um, I hope it goes better for you. <laughs> Um, which is why, if anyone's asking, I'm a, like, I wasn't supposed to be at work today, but I ended up at work. Mm. Um, so I finished work. I've come home to record. I've immediately started drinking and something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like, whatever. Leave me alone. It's my birthday. And it, it's my my fault again. We've had to record on a Friday, so we had to record on Ethan's birthday party day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're all over the we're all over the map at the moment. Aren't yeah. We? Oh I oh don't worry, it's gonna be my fault in in a couple of weeks. I forgot okay. to mention before we started recording, yeah. We're gonna have to record late week after next. Okay. Cool. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Um how you doing anyway, Mike? Yeah, I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. I've been um far too busy. Far too fucking busy. And I've now got like 10 grand's worth of laptops just sitting on the de- desk next to me. So I'm hoping one of them works. Uh, it'd be nice, but unfortunately the broken ones I have to send back. Um, no. Dell seemed to have a habit of just sending me crap laptops. Uh, you, yeah. So you didn't get me anything for my birthday? Uh, I, I got Why do you, you... hate me? Oh. Why do you hate me? Oh, no. I was going to get you, you know, a birthday cake or a muffin sent along, but you know, oh. uh, I'd I'd have to actually um, be able to put the effort in. Yeah, <laughs> Tell you what, yeah. you can you can make a donation in okay. my name. You make a okay. donation to the Satanic Temple, sure, or the or the Atheist Community of Austin. Yeah, I I, I um, let me note down donation Satanists. Hell, hell yeah, donate they, um, Satan. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, they they use their donations to help uh, campaign for and to to help people seeking abortions. Yeah, we talked about. It, I mentioned it. They they made like the abortion ritual part of their doctrine, and not letting people mm. have an abortion is like discriminating against their religion. Yeah, they they are the one um, religion in the U.S. that seems to be pushing for uh, keeping hundred percent keeping church and states completely separate, you know, and Absolutely. not having those sorts of stupid fucking laws. Oh, yeah, man. Mm. Um, but, hey, who cares about the Satanic Temple? Because it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. I'll tell you what, yeah. man. Before we get into the news, I just want to say, 
having your birthday in December fucking mm. sucks. Yeah. Especially like, as you go through your 20s, everyone else gets more and more busy. Yeah. Yeah. Comes down to Christmas party season, so everyone's got to work Christmas party on. Never really hard to get people together. I bet Jesus didn't ever have to get like <laughs> one present for his birthday and Christmas. But yeah. what else? That's a very that that joke is very ironic and that has many levels. I'm quite I'm quite pleased with that. Yeah. Um, right, let's get into the fucking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, let's start off with the sad news as we often do. Mm. Um, sorry to report the passing of fucking. I'll tell you what, quite prolific actor Kirstie Alley, who of course played Savick in yeah. Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Mister Savick. Mr. Savick, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sad, she uh, she died of cancer, which yeah. does suck, and it is it sad. Does, it does sad mm. when anyone dies, isn't it? Mm. She was very prolific. She was in a lot of stuff. She was. Cheers, what... you know. Cheers, big absolutely. fan of Cheers, even even into those later seasons. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, did you ever watch Veronica's Closet? But yeah, I mean, yeah. Like we were saying in the green room, it, it is sad when anyone dies. It's sad. Um, sure. She, of, of course, being in in Star Trek Two, and then complained about money and wasn't in three and four. And maybe if she hadn't complained about money, she would have been in those. And um, yeah. yeah, the Romulan but... side of the character would have, you know, that might have been part of the story rather than just yeah. being shuffled off. Yeah, um, maybe if she hadn't yeah. been such a Pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, and I mean, hey, maybe if she wasn't, as we were saying again before we recorded, maybe if she wasn't also a member of a dangerous, disruptive cult mm-hmm. that um, denies science left, right, and center, maybe she, you know, maybe she would have got that diagnosed a bit sooner. You know, maybe she trusted doctors a little more. Yeah. So those that those that don't know, she was on the you know Trump train, anti-vax, yeah. um, Scientologist, Scientologist, transphobic, yeah, homophobic. Fucking... Pick any of the you know X. Yeah, <laughs> she was she was on it really. She was ick. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, like I keep saying, like I'm making sure to reiterate, it it is sad when anyone dies. But yes. also, whatever. Yeah. On the good news. On the good I'm news side. So let's do some nice news. We we even called that bad news. So uh, I thought. Yeah, we yeah, that's bad know, news. Terrible, news. terrible yeah. news. Bad, bad news. Oh well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is what it is, I guess. Um, yeah, it's a great news. The epitomous, prolific, wonderful actor Michelle Yeoh, who of course played. Uh, both Captain and Emperor Giorgio in Star Trek Discovery uh, is being honoured with the Icon of the Year Award. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, there are few that deserve it more. Well, was it... What outside of um, Everything Everywhere all at once um, is she getting it for? Um. Pardon my ignorance, but I I don't know what, I mean, what else she's done. It could be anything of a million things. Crouching yeah, Tiger, yeah. Hidden Dragon, it could Shang Chi. Yeah, that's not Icon of the um, Year, is it? You did that years of, ago. She's 
done a bunch of um it's it's not just about like what she's done this year. Then they should she's rename like, this the award. year. She's been she's the icon of this year. Okay. And she's iconic. And that's okay. why she's getting icon of the year. It's not because of what she's done this year, it's because Michelle Yao is is fucking iconic. Yeah. That, that's fair enough then. That's fair enough. I, I was just struggling yeah. to think. I, I like everything everywhere all at once. Um but you know, I think it I think it was gonna be a weird one to give someone an icon of the year just for that. Just what, just for being an icon? No, just for being just for just for that one movie. But uh, if it is the the you know well like the whole in recent, lifetime that yeah. Yeah, in, in recent years, she's also Crazy Rich Asians, which was super popular yeah, over yeah, in the yeah. States. Hmm. Um, uh, and then Shang-Chi. Uh, yep, true. Uh, she was in, I mean, I'm just going down here. So we've got like Shang-Chi this year. Roles, 58, 58 movie roles. But like that's, hmm. that, that, that doesn't feel, feels like yeah. there should be more there. I think that's just what's on here. Let me just Google how many Michelle. I love I love keyword googling. Michelle Yao, how many films? She should have had that Bond spin-off that they were trying to make for Jinx or whatever um, for her character in Tomorrow Never Dies. It just says at least fifty six. So presumably she was in a shitload of movies in in um, uh, Malaysia yeah. beforehand. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, and Hong Kong, mm. um, but yeah. But do, do you think this is going to increase the chance of a Giorgio um, show I mean, or decrease it? Well, I mean, hopefully, yeah, it it would increase the likelihood because, like, it was it was kind of the series that like no one was that interested with, and and even though they announced it, mm. like nothing really went forward because because of COVID. This is definitely going to spark some more attention. To that, because um, yeah. But now she might be. More. Now there might be more people knocking at her door outside mm -hmm. track to get her. Wow. Well, they've definitely. Well, presumably they've already kind of got her, and yeah. she. Yeah. Uh, she has said in interviews that she does. Um, she's definitely up for it. She thinks yeah. that Giorgio's a, a fun character for her to play, which, like, you can tell whenever you see her as Giorgio, she's clearly loving it. Yeah, it would um, be very nice to know where that character walk through into a gateway to go towards considering Absolutely. she just disappeared somewhere else in the timeline mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. yeah um she said in an interview that she'd spoken to alex kurtzman and alex kurtzman still says he's up for it mm. um she said she she described the potential section 31 show now let me tell you how does this sound mm. as um, Mission Impossible meets Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of thinking, like, what comes to my mind is that episode of Doctor Who where they do the bank job and they've all lost their memories as to why they're yeah. there. I, I'm which just not... my, Which is... I, I love that episode. Yeah. I, I just fall into the opinion that the more you see of section 31 the less interesting they become yes uh, yeah definitely definitely so, I'm like, you know, i can see where you're going there yeah that's absolutely fair enough yeah um but yeah hopefully but yeah well done michelle good for yeah. you yeah 
Um, good. You fucking keep fucking cracking on. We love you. She yeah. can beat the shit out of both of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, onto some Star Trek. Star Trek, not just Star Trek adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got some images, uh, some new images released from the next series of Picard. You uh, Have you seen them? I have, I have. The, the only thing I was like, ooh, was the um, the gold ships. It shows the gold ships of presumably the Titan line. Yeah, they do look um, nice. And there's at least three there, and I want to know what the third one is. You know, we can barely see them as well. Yeah, we can oh, see the, the Titan A, and I'm like, oh, I know what the Titan A looks like now. Mm. I, and presumably, the one behind Patrick is the Titan. And then there's another one. It's like, come on, show me them all. I like that jacket Picard is wearing in that in that picture. That is a nice jacket. Yeah. Uh, speaking one of Picard, in as well. nice clothes. Wait a minute. Where did I put it? Yeah. We also got another shot of uh, Riker and Picard in a bar. And mm. look at Sir Patrick Stewart of Yorkshire wearing mm. that fine flat cap right there. Yeah. The cultural dress of our people. Yeah. He's not just doing it to hide a bald spot like um, <laughs> like some people do. He, Mate, he's he, doing it for um, that Yorkshire he pride. The, he beat the bald spot. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking do it like <laughs> Doomsday. Doomsday weaponed it and just fucking bicked it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, always good to see a handsome older Yorkshireman mm. having a good time. Yeah. Um, That's looking good. Still early Feb, isn't it? The series starts, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yes. So, yeah. The next one uh, on our horizon. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, another shot of Bev. Bev Crusher, Blazing Bev. Hello. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Blazing Bev Crusher. Yep. This one's for you, Bev. <laughs> um, uh, mate, have you seen that jacket she's wearing? It looks very nice. The, the, oh, um, it. It's like half because the folds on it um, reminds me of like Spock's one or like the maroon, Monster Maroons, the folds there. Yeah. That's it's like nice. the it's it's like the the excursion coat that they wear in Wrath of Khan. Yeah, um, which is like mm. that is a um, that's honestly one of the few items of Star Trek uniform that you can get away with just wearing. Yeah, as a coat, mm. um, especially nowadays where you can basically get away with wearing anything now. Yeah, it's great. Just wear a fucking morph mm. suit out. No one would care. Yeah. Oh mate, someone! I went to the shops wearing my fucking um, Sherlock Holmes Deerstalker. Yeah. And uh, and and the guy behind behind the counter was just like, "I love your hat, man." To be honest, I love your whole look. I loved it. Made me feel good about myself. Oh. So I was perusing. Oh, there's another new story that I forgot to mention to to arrange. Just a quick one, man. You seen this fucking Star yeah. Trek invading Heathrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. Jealous, um, you know. Go through Heathrow so much, and um, they're not there on the days that I'm there. Yeah, those have got to be like production uniforms as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, like, I know that the main dude or the first guy that shows up in it and is in the middle all the time. I know him from something. What uniform is he wearing? Uh, the red one. 
Uh, right, red, yeah, I'm looking. There's, there's a World shot one. with them all. So we've got um, a couple of Discovery 30, 31st century mm. um, Starfleet. We got we got uh, an operations and a science, and then we've got a we've got a Strange New Worlds uh, operations, Strange New Worlds command, uh, which is no, definitely not cut for that man's body. This is yeah. one of the reasons why, like, they are definitely like tailored for specific persons' bodies. Mm. So they've got to be production. They've got to be production. It's uh, easier to fly the um, fly the uniform somewhere than even the background actor and the uniform, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've got like a like a long sciences, uh, strange new worlds, which I don't think we actually saw in last season. This is the this is the first time I'm noticing it. Uh, okay. And then we got, and then we got some folks in some pretty cool uh, Vulcan get-ups. Yeah. And this was all for promoting Paramount Plus launching in in Europe. So by the mm -hmm. time this is out, I think it's Germany and I don't know, yes. a couple of uh, the we got, DAC I think places. we got like Germany, France. Wait a minute, it's, okay. it's on here. So now they can experience the uh, the joy of Paramount Plus. Which I guess I'll have to sign up for again for um, Picard. Oh no, Picard might still be an Amazon dealio. Ooh, maybe. I think yeah. so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, which is why it's definitely the last. Which is one of the reasons why it's definitely the last series and any spin-offs from it going forward will be on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Good for Europe. Uh, you you get stuck with the same fucking shitty <laughs> streaming service as everyone else. Fuck yep. you. Um, yeah. uh, the, um, but yeah, that looks like fun. The video is great. Go check it out. It's a bunch of people uh, being like, oh, yeah, fucking, uh, you know, has anyone fucking packed your bag for you? Um, but they're all space style. Yeah. Some bullshit. Do you reckon they had to buy tickets to go through? Because they, they clearly go through security. So did they just buy those actors' tickets and then not fly? Oh, no. It's, it's um, you know, if it's for showbiz, yeah. any any security can be breached. <laughs> showbiz, baby. Let us showbiz, through. Showbiz, baby. Um, yeah. So I was uh, perusing Twitter. And I saw a fun uh, over on the Failing Frequency Twitter page. Twitter at Fail Frequency. Mm -hmm. um, Jeffrey Coombs pops up. Big news. Ecstatic to announce that Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls has been selected for Sundance. Yeah. Uh, did you know anything? I don't think. Did you? Know I I know it? absolutely nothing about it. So yeah, it's I, that, I believe it's, it's crowdfunded, isn't it? Yeah, it's crowdfunded. Yeah. Jeffrey Coombs is going to be playing uh, the the villain uh, Bartok. He's called mm. Bartok the something or other. And uh, the the plot of the movie is basically Onyx, that weird dude off the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, wins a chance to go and meet his idol. And he goes to meet Jeffrey Coombs, and presumably Jeffrey Coombs is going to be playing a big, loud, camp, cackling villain mm. um, in all sorts of occult strangeness. Uh, ah, here's the plot. Fledgling occultist Onyx 
and a group of worshippers attend a once-in-a-lifetime ritual at their idol, Bartok the Great's mansion. Hmm. Sounds like sure. Fun. You know, you can't have enough coombs, really. No. Um, I uh, I, I was going to watch it like um, I've I've never watched Reanimator. Hmm. Have you ever watched it? No. Oh, I've got to. Like, I've seen some clips from it the other day. It's based on Lovecraft stuff. And you know, I've been going yeah. through a Lovecraft phase, learning a lot about the nature of fear and ignorance. Yeah. And, uh, black and superstition. Hey, that's a <laughs> Rob Zombie song. Superstition, fear, and ignorance. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, what were we talking about? Jeffrey uh, Yeah, Coombs. Yeah, man. Coombs. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jeffrey Coombs plays every other person on Star Trek. Yeah. Played Shran. Played Wayun. Played Brunt. Played Agmus. Agmus. Something or other. Yeah. Um, he does everything. Uh, so yeah. uh, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking for this film. Yeah. For sure. Um, I wonder how many other roles he plays. You, you can tell me how good it is if it's, you know, channel awesome level of um, internet celebrity film. Then um, I will, I will avoid it like the plague. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I'm, I'm considering this one a public service announcement. Okay. So we've been talking about some of the uh, some of the XO6 dolls. They are dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, that some of their Star Trek lines, some pretty impressive dolls. Mm-hmm. One of which has two variants. So we've got Captain Benjamin Sisko from DS9. Yep. Um, and there are two versions of this. So this has just been announced, right? So if you have a loved one and you're looking to spend $215 American on, on a doll for your loved one. Yeah. Um, Make sure that you are getting the Ben Cisco standard version. Hmm. Because the standard because what version. What do we get with a standard one? Because we get extras one. with the standard version. The essential version hmm. sounds sexier, but it yeah. comes with less. And that's why it's called essential. Because hmm. it's just the essential. The bare essentials. It, the it's the bare, bare essentials. It's, it's not that it's essential to you. Mm. Uh, because the standard version comes with a uh, a variant vest mm. and a whiskey a square whiskey tumbler, um, yeah. so that you at home can recreate the final moments of Star Trek DS Nine episode in the pale moonlight. Yeah, um, which it literally makes this. We've we've talked about these. These are outrageously priced dolls. Yeah. This yeah. is the only one that I want. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, w- would you would you get and play with it, you know, or just have it set up so he's constantly cheersing you? Um, I, I would get it and play with lighting. it, and yeah. I would I would do the voice, and I would, and I would reenact the sequence. Mm. I would maybe make a little stop motion film of walking him around a, a little sofa, recreate yeah. scenes from the film. From the episode, rather. 
it's amazing how that the, there's a second version of him and it's not him in the original costume or him in Benny Russell costume. It's just him with a vest and a tumbler, you know? So the weird that, you know, second version is just like a same as the first ish. Yep. Same yeah. as the first, but also with like one of those glasses that's mm. also like in like Blade Runner and that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, make sure you gotta you gotta, you gotta make sure you get in the right thing. Uh, well, that's it for the news. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel, man? Do you feel informed? Uh, yeah, bit informed, bit informed. Not not too much heavy news this week, um, thankfully. Now nah, people are busy. Yeah, yeah. Too busy it's... to come to my birthday. Those bastards. Right. Should we talk Prodigy, though? Prodigy. Absolutely. Cool. Um, so I'll kick off and say, um, for those who haven't already seen it, I had a video, well, there's a video on YouTube by, by myself this week that was the timeline of Prodigy. And mm-hmm. thankfully, I, I was thinking, oh, yeah, I'll upload it as soon as I've finished it because it was a pain in the ass to make. And I was like, okay, if this episode goes against what I've said, I will go fucking spur. And thankfully... <laughs> Uh, outside of that we got a a captain's log um, Mm -hmm. on Insta with Janeway saying she half regrets crippling the Borg because it gave way to the Kazon which is why we see Mm -hmm. so many Kazon in this uh, series yes power abhors a vacuum it does it does and Mm -hmm. we know somehow throughout Voyager Kazon in their slow ships that barely had technology managed to always keep up um to voyages somehow so it kind of makes sense that they filled space mm-hmm. i saw one of the the writers of prodigy saying um yeah, pe- people were commenting on them having the spot glasses to to capture zero they were um, awesome yeah and um one of the writers was saying oh you know that's from the voyager database when the Kazon stole the voyager database they got all these you know things on. That's how they know how to capture the Medusans and wear these glasses. Yeah, they'll just been yeah. looking at all these files and they're just like, like, no, no, just like cancelling <laughs> yeah. out all the shit that they can't make. Yeah. Like, because they're, they're like, you know, behind. They're like, can't do that, can't do that. Can't. Yeah. Ooh! Weird Red stuff glasses. made of cardboard and, <laughs> yeah. and see-through fucking cellophane. Hello. Yeah. We'll have that. Thank you very mm. much. Yeah. I wonder what else they've got. I wonder if they've got flick open communicators and uh, yeah, and and cardboard. (laughs) Oh my god! Cardboard sets. They've upgraded their ships to cardboard sets. (laughs) (laughs) They're flying around in a a replica um, or a Kazan built one seven zero one. We could build this, you know. We have the technology. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Guys, like two Ks on guys at either side of the door. Mm. Yeah. What's well, a fucking dream? Fucking Ks on. Yeah, um, that's like set right before she um, she she goes and and talks to the diviner. Then yeah, and, it, and gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah with a judo chop. Judo chop. Fucking yeah, uh, Divana, man. they judo yeah. chop people. 
Yeah, well, um, like I say, it's it's fifty years in the future. Kirk Fu has has clearly spread. Yeah, yeah. He, he, um, was, he trained at the local Kirk Fu dojo. Yeah, he he's had enough time out working out the timeline. Worked out that he's like a hundred years old, and when he went back in time, he must have been around the Enterprise C, which is just like baffling that this season goes or that this series goes from the Enterprise C to. 40 years after Picard happens. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, it's your wide time frame. It's, it's, man, it's, it's great wibbly wobbly. Yeah. It's wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Like, it, this is, you know, this is some Doctor Who level mm. fucking around with the timeline. It is, it is. And I love it. Yeah. Should we talk about the episode, though? Ghost yes, in the Machine. Absolutely. Uh, non spoilers. What did you think of the episode? Um, yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, Major Kusanagi uh, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of what's his name as the puppet master. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean Ghost the... in the oh. Machine, not Ghost in the oh. Shell? Yeah. Oh, I am silly. Yeah. Oh, I'm just being silly, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was great. It was, it was, it was another. It was, a, it was a fun episode. We kind of got there. There was, yeah. there was some moments where I was like, you know, less yeah. of this, a bit more yeah. of this would have been nice. Um, it was more the kind of the. There's a big, um, there's a big, kind of explosive moment more towards the the back end of the episode. Yeah, that that's um, that's definitely the. That's the, the draw only thing for this in the episode. episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, much like last week, it was a bit yeah. of a vignette episode. I did like some one well, one of the um one of the simulations. Yeah. Um where where it's a uh it's a what what's the what playlist would this be in? The the holodeck mishaps. That's yeah. it. Holodeck mishaps. It's it's another great holodeck mishap mishap mm. episode. Yeah. Um yeah, uh, I, I I've got it down as like a fine but hundred percent filler episode because the the stuff we're talking about at the end of the episode could have been at the end of the last episode, just like two yeah. minutes at the end of the last one or two minutes at the start of the next one. Because mm. I don't, you know, the rest of the story I don't care about. The characters yes. don't move on at all. If anything, they're like early season one, like the first ten episodes version of themselves. Absolutely, like, I, don't, I don't care about these guys. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. this episode is probably like two thirds filler, and then one yeah. third. Oh snap! Hmm. And where's like the last and it episode? Is oh snap! Yeah, it, it, where's it is like a, a big oh snap! Yeah, where's um, like the last episode? At least like the characters, you got an insight into the characters as well as it being filler. I think. Did you get any insight in the characters in this one? One character we got some insight on. Um, we didn't really, though. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. We didn't really. What? Um, uh, Wait, say, save we'll it for the spoilers. Uh, I'll, save it for the spoilers. Do you want me to rush through the what, what the story was, and then we can um, work out who we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. So the kids of the Protostar and the holodeck running simulations on how to leave the neutral zone and communicate with the Dauntless without spreading the virus weapon. 
uh, but mm -hmm. started getting depressed because they keep failing. So they question whether they should even try to get to Starfleet. The holodeck seemingly malfunctions, stopping the crew leaving it and putting them on a mystery. It goes across their favorite holo programs, a detective program, a street fighter program, a crooner club, and a pirate ship. Zero works out that it's Janeway distracting them through this mystery, and we find out that Janeway has a secret evil subroutine to take the ships to the Federation and spread the virus. We end with the Dauntless right outside of the kids locked out the controls. Yeah. 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 So who um, were you talking about? Who who do you think actually Murph. moved on? Murph. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, Murph. Murph's got fucking Murph's got talent. No, because they say he's at least good at miming. So yeah. that it's it's him miming. It's not him talking. Oh my god, are you discriminating against drag shows? No, I'm are you saying that miming like... isn't a talent. I'm saying it's not as good a talent as having a voice or like that there's no revelation that oh <laughs> he Murph can snap can speak. and dab, he's got rhythm. Yeah. That's good to know about Murph. Yeah. He could he could he could he could put on Our that boy's old, got ribbon. He, he could put on that old soft shoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I that whole sequence, I yeah. loved it. Um I put I put in my notes, I put noir noise. Yeah. Do, do you know what? I, I had it as good or, originally, and then I watched it again this morning to um, re-get myself in it, and I've moved it to bad. Do you know why? Why? Because as the episode starts, when they work out that they're still in the holodeck, there's like um, a Vic Fontaine song. You know, yeah. all familiar places... Computer, music off. And then I saw the Crooner Club and I was like, we're going to get fucking Vic Fontaine. It's a holodeck. It's a Crooner Club. Why wouldn't we have Vic? Why are we in a holodeck in a Crooner Club and it's not Vic Fontaine? Oh, it's so what like James yeah. Darren can't be doing enough that it's hard to get him. Because <laughs> so I was I was trying to find the song when I was watching it and then like and then I, I Oh the, the song that actually gets sung. I have no yeah. fucking idea. Yeah. Um I, I, I was too distressed that you know the song from like It's Only a Paper Moon and AR558 or whenever it is. Um yeah is at the start of the episode and we see the club and it's not Vic Fontaine. I was so annoyed. Yeah. So annoyed. Yeah, that that um yeah. That yeah. sucks. But mm. um here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. How how long into the um the opening scenario where they're where they're uh, where they're yeah. in battle, how long into that did it take for you to suss out that, that they were in a, a simulation? For for the opening bit where they're in, like they're trying to Morse code it. Yeah. Um, I didn't get that until like they were being shot at. Um, no. Yeah. I, I, like... I didn't get that at all. I got the very very early on in the episode when they were like, "Oh, we're stuck in the holodeck." I was like, "Okay, well, Janeway's locked you in the holodeck, hasn't she?" Yeah. And I didn't get an oh, evil right. routine. Okay. I got like, oh, she's trying to get them to work together and realize there's no problem you can't overcome. 
Yeah. Uh, but like 30 seconds in, I was like, right, it's Janeway then, isn't it? <laughs> you know, no mystery to that at all, I didn't think. But yeah, were you um, early on clocking that it was a simulation with the Dauntless then? Uh, yeah, immediately. Okay. I was like, okay. Mm. Um, it was the nice. The song is, sorry. Yeah. The song is Smile and Forget It by Troy Klein. Okay. It was nice though, like with the Dauntless, because I think we've been complaining for a, a while that these kids wouldn't know what to do when they got to Starfleet anyway. And at least they had the Morse code option, like firing in Morse code across the bow. Because summer, they've obviously yeah. made, like, you know, trying ideas, you know, throwing shit at the wall, you know, seeing yeah. what sticks. Compared to like the whole like others, since they knew about the virus weapon, they're still like, okay, we'll get to the Federation and we'll do something. And we've been mm. saying, okay, replicate a ship and just go out and talk to the Federation or do something like that. Whereas the, they at least seem to be trying something now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously nothing nothing really beats like just like a, you know, writing, just painting it on, on, your, on the fucking window. Just say like, do not try connect to our ship. Fucking crazy virus on board. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Just, just fucking paint it on the window, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, so dumb. Just like that window is so big. They could just be like, hey, <laughs> dude. They could look do at the, the sign. <laughs> they could do park right close to the um, window on the Dauntless and do the love, yeah. actually, the dropping yeah. of the uh, placards. Just doing the sign. Yeah. It's like, absolutely. Uh, the the uh, the the club it was called the key club yeah the key club right yeah that made me piss myself laughing right straight mm. up because here in Leeds there is a bar called Key Club mm. and um, it's 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 fun it's fun to go is it is it um, slightly different genre than the Key Club in the episode it's a totally say. different genre it's I'll tell you who you'll find at Key Club you'll find like Young Gen Xers and elder mm. millennials, okay. and like, like people who are about like sort of nineteen to twenty-one. Yeah, um, and they are just jamming out and dancing and spinning around. Mm. Um, and we're we you know you're jamming out to your Blink One Eighty Twos, your Sum Forty Ones, your My Chemical Romances. Nice. Um, you you fucking. Your dashboards. I'm being dashboard Death confessionals. <laughs> yes, confessing all your da dashboards and deafing all your tones. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a funny club. That's One of those sweet. places that just, just blasts out fucking bowling for soup and yeah. turns the lights off and hits the fucking smoke machine. <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. I'm never up that um, way. Have to do. Uh, uh, have to do key I, club then. I I don't mind key club for about an hour. Yeah. Go and jam out to some some fucking uh, Green Day. 
and, yeah. and then and then then quick exit. Yeah. Yeah. It's not where the party's happening this weekend for you then. No, I'm good. <laughs> um we got to look at what the holodeck looks like outside of the holodeck when people are in it. Yeah. Did you see this like where they're just standing in the holodeck room? Yeah. That was like, very like, weird. Dude, like like yeah, it was kind of like they were stood in like suspended animation. Yeah. It was a, yeah. Whereas like that doesn't seem right at all. <laughs> I mean, but that's when they were all stood still. So maybe when they're all going, it's like, and they're all just like, like running on the spot. Yeah. But where's like, why, why didn't it look like the more that they were on going to the lighthouse? It's so weird. I don't know. Yeah. Don't but know. I guess it's the weirdness of a holodeck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I thought it was kind of like when they were like when Jank and Pog's walking up to uh, to the guy, just like, don't worry, because of the safety protocols, like, I yeah. roll. It's just yeah. like, oh no, the safety protocols? <laughs> the safety protocols are off. It's like, ah. Oh. It's like, yes, they're okay. always off. They are it, almost never on. Yeah. This is your first A Holodeck has malfunctioned episode, Jake. Oh, uh, this happens every single time. <laughs> like, like, I'm almost certain mm. that like the safety protocols are, are like almost never on. Yeah. People just think they are. Yeah. Imagine being like the guy who's actually making software for the Federation. And it's like, all these really smart people making the actual holodeck system. And then there's like a nepotism hire who's been brought on to do the uh, safety protocols. He's like, yeah, I think it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, work I, most of the time. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Have you turned it off? Have you turned the safety? Does anyone, do you have a Klingon on board? Yeah. Has anyone turned off the safety protocols? Cause they can mm -hmm. be a pain in the ass to turn back on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You cut to wolf. Like I've tested it in this region of space and it works perfectly. But if you move it at all, it breaks. So let's only do a holodeck here. Dumbass. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um definitely needs to go in that playlist this episode. Yeah. Broken holodecks. Uh so which was your favorite simulation? Um, the, the the like the the explorers club the the detectives no. club li library no um, the crooner club it would have been if the it was there ship. the pirate ship was probably my favorite yeah i like the oh Jackson pub's street fight yeah street fighter <laughs> yeah. he's got built in yeah that was funny like when he got the when he got his moves. fucking like yeah when he got his who is it is it Ryu that has the fists They're yeah like... <laughs> or Ken it's both of them I had no idea is that the same just different yeah. colors mm. one's red and one's whatever color yeah one's red and one's white one's yeah. Asian one's Aryan. Aryan, not Caucasian. He's strictly Aryan. <laughs> yeah, very blonde and blue eyes. 
Yeah. Um, and he's wearing red. Questionable. Yeah. <laughs> I know no, but Ken. Like... He's a rotter. Uh... <laughs> but like the the cracking stuff, I, I liked. You know, having that um, rocks like cute little thing as the Kraken and then they don't shout it out. They should have shouted, feed the Kraken. Um, <laughs> yes. That's how they get rid of it. It's just like throw food into its mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I thought Jason Alexander, who's like playing the Tellerite in this, no mm. um, one is doing a, mm. a more than decent job of like different situation Tellerites. What was that actor's name? Uh, Jason Alexander um, from Seinfeld. Uh, oh, yeah, George oh! Costanza. He's great. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like that's that's. And you don't pick it up like, like that's why I hate him because he's being played convincingly by a very good actor. Not yeah. that I, not that I hate Jason Alexander. Yeah. Um, but if he wanted me no to, one. I would. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's a it's a real Clone Wars like budget saver as well to have pretty much everyone in the simulations played by him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. We yeah. also had a simulation. Uh, we had um, the Diviner in the club. Yeah, um, as you know, tending bar, mm. uh, classy looking joint. Yeah, and giving a sounding board for Gwyn, which. Mm -hmm. I think they could have done more of really. Mm -hmm. So they got like his file because obviously she's been like running simulations. Yeah. With her dad trying to like jog her memory and stuff. Mm. So like, yeah, that makes sense. I like how that's kind of like a callback to that. Yeah. It's kind of like the um, DS9 Benny Russell stuff. Just mentioning Benny Russell before, where like those people are in different situations, or the Arman Bashir episode where Cisco is like Dr. Evil. You know, it's that sort of they, they look the same, but they're different, 100% different personalities. Yeah. Just act the same. Uh, yeah. That episode um, is like one of the fucking crown jewels. Of yeah. the, um, you know, series regulars getting to play different characters and fucking loving it playlist. Yeah, um, yeah that that episode of DS9, Arman Bashir. Yeah, great episode. Yeah, um, not not the kind of holodeck mishap that that feels much like this. Kind of feels. When, yeah. when paired next to last week's episode as kind of like a... Uh, what stuff happens in it? <laughs> or it's interesting? Nothing nothing really happens. Lots yeah. of stuff happened, but it's none of it's particularly interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like... And it's, and it's you know, it's classic filler episodes, mm. but it's, it's, you know, just how just how few ideas do they have is, yeah is my question like well yeah you know we're getting towards the end of the series now mm -hmm. and it feels like they've got to end the series somewhere whether it's going to end on a happy note or it's going to be a cliffhanger it's got to end somewhere mm -hmm. so is it going to be cliffhangered where 
Janeway and the crew of the Prodigy are together and the Diviner has the Protostar? Is it going to be a happy ending where Janeway is recovered from being karate chopped or judo chopped? And, um, you know, the Diviner's put back in his place. Is it going to be the ultimate cliffhanger of the virus does spread to the Dauntless and is the Federation doomed? Yeah. I think probably what we're going to end up with. Um, I, th I think we're going to, I think, I think where this series is going, especially after the big reveal of the episode. So let's talk about that first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reveal of fucking, the episode. Yeah, fucking Manchurian candidate Janeway. Yeah. Um, turns out the hologram um, was was yeah was brainwashed. Yeah, and didn't even know it. She yeah. she did she did an action without knowing it, locking them in the holodeck to keep them busy as she mm. took the ship to the Federation. Love that. Love Manchurian Candidate stuff. My question is, why didn't she do it like two weeks ago? Um, because that wasn't the moment. You got to wait. That's the whole point of the programming, man. Yeah, you got MK Ultrad. But they say they say in the, the trigger, episode, the like... trigger didn't happen because, like they say in the episode, because their motives aligned with the programmings, man. Yeah, they they were Until, ultimately unless, trying unless to get to the Federation. The plan, and there's no fucking problem. Yeah, as, as long as they were ultimately trying to go towards the Federation, the program didn't kick in. But like two episodes, two episodes ago, they ran away from the Dauntless, and it's like maybe kick in there as well. You know, <laughs> like you could have ended the mission two episodes early. Mm. So, well, they, that's that's it. You know, the programming. You know, it, it's it's about the long haul. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But maybe yeah, I, I think maybe it calculated that that was not a good course of action. Hmm. Maybe they calculate that if they try to infect Catherine Janeway's vessel, they are that they would maybe lose. It still took Which them back to I Janeway's vessel happen. now, you know. Mm. Well, this is yeah. what I think is going to happen. Like, I, I think I don't think that the divine is going to be in command of anything. I think what we're going to have is um, the kids on the protostar with Admiral Janeway. Yeah, going forward, that's where I think this is going to end. I think there's going to be a very sad moment when they have to delete the program of of Janeway, of Hollow Janeway. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. I can see that. So where do you see the Diviner ending up? Like in control of the door? Or... Like he's going to get fucked up. Or but he's like the he's the uh, bad guy. Or he's going to um, escape thing. at the very last second, like Skeletor every time. Um, yeah. And I'll uh, next time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and maybe he's going to be, maybe they're going to be rescued. Maybe the Diviner and the Vindicator are going to be rescued. But what was it? What By was the it third one, movie? yeah. The um, Eradicator. Eradicator. I, I bet it's the Eradicator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could it could happen. You know, I, I'm very very sure that that third one is going to come back as well. Mm. Um, it seems a bit quick to bring him back when you've. When they only just brought back the Vindicator like two episodes ago or whatever. Um, but yeah, don't know. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think they're just treading water. Star Trek Rebels. Yeah, I think they're just treading water until those like final two episodes. 
to or final three now to to do mm. those big swings. Mm. Mm. So that's why we're getting some fucking dense padding, not yeah. thick padding. It's multi-layered. Yeah, it's like sleeping on a on a stack of yoga mats. Yeah, and it is winter now in the northern hemisphere, so it's nice having some padding to to heat Absolutely. you up. Absolutely. But, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer a roaring fire of an episode um, to just a, a thick blanket of an episode. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting next episode, face to face, dauntless, no control over the ship. Um, yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, looking, looking forward, forward to, to it. it. Could mm. have done with maybe, you know, a little bit less. It would have been cool if the episode was instead of two thirds filler. We could have yeah. just had half the episode of, mm. of silly, of, you know, holodeck hijinks. Yeah. Um, and then get the reveal with Janeway, and then maybe some dauntless shit would have been cool. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We don't know what's happened on the dauntless at all this episode. Uh, I think maybe the Vindicator could be disguising herself as Janeway next step. Mm, that's maybe next logical point story wise um can she can she disguise herself as Janeway or can she just like make herself look like a trill can the diviner make himself look like a trill can Gwyn well can I don't think the diviner like had... races? the only reason the vindicator can make herself look like anything is she got the genetic augmentation that button in mm, the back of her head mm, whereas I don't mm, think the diviner has one so, did she uh, in that last episode? Did she like? Was there a shot that was just yeah, her yeah. pointing at it? So presumably no, that's going to get. She pressed the button to turn herself into. Um, right. So presumably normal. that's going to get like disabled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looking fried. Oh, it's not working. Yeah. I wonder if the show would ever dare try and rehabilitate the Divana, like make the Vindicator a much worse version, and he. Because they say at the start of like the flashbacks, oh, you you um, thought the Federation were good, and then all shit happened, and now you're against them. Yeah. Um, I wonder if she was going to be like, no, I always hated the Federation, and I'm going to destroy them, and I'm going to rule my planet, and he's going to have to go against her, and they'll try and rehabilitate him. Mm, maybe. Mm. That's the thing. Like that, we know that they're both mental. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe one of them's more. Mental than the other. Mm. I can say yeah. that I'm mental. Yeah. They, they've been, you know, 50 years of searching or 50 years of war, you know, they're allowed to be um, not 100% um, mm. fully adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. Gone through time vortexes. Yeah. I wonder if they had like a, one of those like, Whoa! Scenes like you yeah. know, like one of those like hokey special effects things where there's like trails of them like going whoa, yeah, eyes all big, or the voyage home. They had those big heads, oh, yeah, yeah that special effect of the heads going back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that can't be that can't. That's got to have an effect on someone being turned into a giant floating space head. Yeah. yeah. Time head. Oh, so weird. So weird. 
Um, but yeah, if, if that's all we've got to talk about the episode, then mm-hmm. um, should we close off? Yeah, man. Uh, well then, um, what, I, I, what was the like? There was no no real lesson oh, about this. About this was the there was no great philosophy. No, there was no there was no deep analysis. The deepest don't hand out over is, your secure co- uh, security codes to yeah, oh. um, someone. Yeah, def- Yeah, no, don't don't hand out your passwords. Yeah, and uh, you know sometimes, you know, bit more of this, bit mm. less of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, then um, you know, do all the usual thing. Proper YouTubers like who do it as a profession ask, uh, like, subscribe, write a review if you're listening to yeah. the podcast, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, follow us um, on on Twitter and shit. Um, yeah. Uh, Hail Satan. Yeah. Um, I'll be making a donation straight after this for you. Yeah. Fucking fuck yeah. Yeah. If you want to give Ethan a birthday present. Yeah. Donate to Satan. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in that case, should we say... Um... Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, live long and prosper, motherfuckers. And peace um, and long and happy life. Happy birthday to me. It's my birthday. Happy birthday and peace and long life to you, you 32-year-old. Yes, I want attention. <laughs> Give me attention. Yeah. Write happy birthday in the comments, you bastards. Yes. <laughs> um,